Inspector West. Calling Chief Inspector West. Stand by for West. A crime file based on John Creasy's novel, Battle for Inspector West. Dramatised for radio by Maurice Travers. Battle for Inspector West, starring Patrick Allen as Chief Inspector Roger West of Scotland Yard and Sarah Lawson as his wife Janet. Part 7, Mastermind at Midnight. Two eggs and the almond essence. Oh, who's that? Oh, Roger, darling, how you startled me. Did I? Mm. Jan, I've told you to keep the back door locked when you're alone in the house at night. Well, I must have forgotten I went out to empty the tidy bin, but why on earth have you come in the back way? I saw the kitchen light on. What are you up to in here at this hour? I'm making a cake, as those sharp eyes of yours should tell you, Chief Inspector. Oh, at this time of night, it's after 10.30. It's the best time for trying out a new recipe with the boys in bed and all peaceful. <laughs> we bred a pair of young wolves. Did you know the way Martin and Richard go through a cake? Um, you spoil those two. Does that radio have to be so loud? No, of course not. It needn't be on at all now that you're home. Not to stay, Jan. I need it back at the yard. All hell's going to break loose any time now. Is it Corrosion? No one else but Mr. Mastermind himself. We finally got on to what he's been planning all this time. What is it? It's a wholesale invasion, Jan, by criminals from all over England. They've been swarming in since this morning, villains of every shape, size and description. At this moment, I'd say the crooked characters outnumber the police. The place is crawling with them. That's Corrosion's big scheme, Jan. To ransack London. What? And when the balloon goes up, there won't be much we can do to stop him. Because we found it out too late. Champagne at midnight. The operation is about to be launched, and we must drink to it, my dear Julietta. I do not care for champagne, Corrosion. You know that. For once, you must make an exception to your rule. I insist, my dear. I'm sure you won't refuse me. Very well. One might, I confess, have wished for surroundings somewhat more appropriate to the occasion than the Thameside workers. However, your glass, my dear. Thank you. I give you... The 24 hours to come. Phase one of the operation is about to be initiated. For the rest of tonight and the whole of tomorrow, it will intensify. And the police will be powerless to stop it. And after that, phase two. Precisely. At the end of which, by next midnight, with the high tide, the Snow Queen will sail from the wharf below us. I promised you should judge for yourself, Julietta, which is the better man. Chief Inspector Roger West, or Corrosion. The day ahead will provide you with the opportunity to find out. Here. Who's that? Only me, Mrs. Lowry. And who's me? Oh, Mr. Bowley. You just come in. As a matter of fact, I'm just going out, Mrs. Lowry. Oh. I thought I'd take a breath of fresh air. It's rather close in my room tonight. Oh, you wouldn't get me wandering around the streets at midnight. You be careful now, Mr. Morley. Oh, I doubt if anything very alarming is likely to happen to me on a little stroll. Good night, Mrs. Lowry. Oh, want me to get it, sir? No, I'll take it. Chatworth? Sergeant Gill, yes? What? 
Roger. Is this it, sir? Pad and pencil, quickly. Here. Right, uh, give me the details, Sergeant. A bank broken into in Allgate. Raid on a gaming club, Barclay Square. Two burglaries, where? Roger, get that other phone. Mm. Uh, West Yes, sir. Go on, Sergeant Gill. Uh, GS Division, uh, yes, Inspector. Burglaries, Knightsbridge. Smash and grab, sir. How many, Inspector? Anything more, Sergeant? Three of them. Very well. And what else, Inspector? Two lorries hijacked, right. Thanks for letting us know. Well, Roger, this is it, right enough. Corrosion's ten million pound killing underway. Chelsea, one four nine two. Uh, Jan, Roger. Oh, Roger. I've been listening to the early morning news. It's it's unbelievable. Bulletins were being handed to the announcer one after the other. Yeah, it's crime with the lid off, Jan, and it hasn't stopped all night. They've hit everything, and in a dozen different places at once. Diamond merchants in Hatton Garden, warehouses full of furs, nightclubs, private houses. It's staggering. Oh, did you hear the emergency bulletin about keeping all the kids at home for the day? Yes, yes, I did. There have been no complaints from our two. Well, I thought you might have missed it. That's why I'm phoning. Oh, and Jan, I don't want you to move out of the house either. Understand? Stay indoors with Scoopy and Fish. Well, I uh, have to hang up now. Bye, love. I thought you'd better know this, Roger. I've called off the men you had watching those bigwigs of yours. Well, call them off, sir. That's what I said. There's been no sign of any suspicious behaviour by Sir Arnold Darnall or Lord Riversley. As for the third one, the uh, government economic advisor fellow... Laszlo Barai. Yes, you can forget about putting a man on him, too. But I've already deputed a man out to London Airport to shadow Barai as soon as he flies back from the Oslo Conference. Then you can damn well depute him back. Those three may have been part of some list of Corrosians, but with the situation as it is, that's become irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. Look, but sir, and I... that goes for the man tailing Arthur Morley, too. There may have been some point in it while Morley's daughter was in Corrosian's hands, but Christine Grant has been set free. She's safe. And we're up against the biggest thing in crime waves London has ever experienced. The force is understaffed, stretched to the limit. And we need every available man. Then why keep me pinned to my desk, sir? At a damn sight sooner, be out with the squad cars and... You're more valuable where you are, Chief Inspector. I want you checking every report, every item of information. Think of yourself as a human computer, if you like. Maybe if enough information is fed to you, you'll come up with the one fact we need more than any other. Where Corrosion has got to. There is still no sign of any decrease in the crime wave which has overwhelmed London. Robbery and violence are continuing all over the city. Within the last hour, there's been news of an outbreak in Regent Street. A bank, a jeweler's shop and a department store were raided almost simultaneously. And there is news of two we'll more payroll robberies. Well, my dear, what do you say now? I have London in turmoil. The police, and that includes Inspector West, don't know which way to turn. It certainly seems so, Corrosian. You were afraid that the loss of our Canara headquarters would shake the confidence of all those concerned. But you see, Julieta, that greed can be an even stronger force than fear. The entire operation, phases one and two, will proceed exactly as planned. And what of me, Corrosian? What are your plans for me? For the moment, they are in abeyance. What does that mean? In spite of my displeasure with you yesterday, you may have noticed that I have not questioned you further as to what happened between you and Roger West before his escape from Canara. Yes, I had noticed. And perhaps you wondered what has made me refrain from doing so. It would appear that I have a small chink in my armour. And it is you, my dear Julietta. I find myself wanting to believe that everything, including the feelings you admitted for West, 
stemmed merely from a temporary unbalance. I'm hoping to see you once more as the Julietta I have known, the woman I moulded, with beauty and intelligence, but with a mind untrammeled by the commonplace emotions of commonplace creatures. Corrosion. We I... shall not discuss it further for the time being. But later, when the second phase of the operation is completed, and before the Snow Queen catches the midnight tide, then, my dear, we shall settle the matter once and for all. Here we are, sir, the latest batch of reports. Well, if they keep coming in at this rate, this office won't be big enough to hold them. They're dead right, sir. Do you mind not looking so damn cheerful about it, Sergeant? I don't feel cheerful. The villains have really got the bit between their teeth. Strong rooms, safe deposits, shops, stores, restaurants. You'd think there was no such thing as a copper in London. Mm, Corrosion's not letting up for a minute. And there's precious little to show on our side of the ledger. We have made some arrests, sir. Exactly 23 at the last count. All of them carrying Corrosion's red identity discs. But it's just a drop in the bucket, Hubert. Well, let's see these reports. Uh, look at this one first, sir. It's about Arthur Morley. Morley, show me. Yeah. Who's this, Mrs. Larry? She's his landlady, sir. Yeah. It seems Morley went out for some fresh air last night. At midnight, she said, and he hasn't come back. She got worried after listening to the news and phoned the yard. What have you done about him? Well, nothing yet, sir. I thought I'd better wait for you. Um, we'll put out a general call on him, Sergeant. Don't know what the chances are with all this commotion that's going on, but you never can tell. <laughs> Chief Inspector West. Chatworth. Get up here, Roger. Uh, what's happened, sir? This one's right out of the blue. It's Lord Riversley. He's disappeared. Be right with you, sir. It appears that Riversley had a luncheon engagement. He went off in his car. It was found on Hampstead Heath. Minus his lordship and the chauffeur. All that was found on the floor under the driver's seat was a small red disc. A corrosion identity disc. Oh, damn and blasted. It was in the last report I saw it with my own eyes that Riversley had hired a new chauffeur. Oh, it never occurred to me for a minute that he might be a corrosion man. I don't blame yourself, Roger. If anyone's responsible, it's me. I made the decision to call off the man you had watching Riversley and the other two. The others? Dana and Barai? Check on them. Get on that phone, Chief Inspector. You check on Dana, I'll do the other one. And let's not waste a minute. Well, Roger? At 10.45 this morning, Sir Arnold Dana left the Dana Industries building for a business appointment. He didn't keep it and he didn't come back. No one has any idea where he's got to. Hmm. What about Laszlo Barai, sir? Barai arrived at London Airport from Oslo on schedule. Hmm. He was due to go straight to the offices of the Ministry for National Expansion. But he didn't turn up either. Exactly. They've also checked at his home. No sign of him there. Oh, Corrosion's grabbed the three of them. And there'll be more of the same to come. You're thinking of that list? Yes, sir, I am. Riversley, Dana, Barai, they were just the names at the head of it. The hell of it is, we've no idea what others are on it or how many there are. But one thing's certain... This is Corrosion's real target. Kidnapping on a vast scale. That's right. With this whole crime wave thing as a smokescreen. A typical piece of Corrosion conjuring. One huge exercise in, in misdirection. He keeps us running round in circles while he snaps up his real victims. And by the look of it, he's going to pull it off. I guess that Christine Grant's kidnapping was some kind of cover-up, but I didn't guess it was a rehearsal as well. I want to talk to the Grant, sir. For what reason, particularly? Oh, it's been nagging at me ever since I saw them being driven out of Corrosion's headquarters. What has why Corrosion let them go at all? Why he let... Confound it, man. You've seen young Grant's statement. It's all there. He did what Corrosion told him, so he So was... he was allowed to take his wife away just like that. Reward for services rendered? Well? Does that read like Corrosion to you? He unleashes a raging horde of criminals on London with no compunction whatever. But when it comes to Michael and Christine Grant, he just waves them bye-bye. Because they've been a good little boy and girl. No, 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 no. That just doesn't gel with me, sir. I want a few words with Mr. and Mrs. Grant, and this is as good a time for it as any. 
West, I thought we were all through with the police. You've got my statement at the yard. I'll not have the thing raked over and over. All I want now is for Chris to forget the whole ghastly business. Yes, I can understand that. Can you? I doubt it. If you'd seen her as I did oh, last Michael, night, please. waking up from a nightmare, half terrified, reliving it all from the very first day of what should have been our honeymoon. The last thing I want is to distress you or your wife, Grant. But I think I'm entitled to expect cooperation from you more than anyone. I know what you're thinking. The way I let Corrosion get away from you out of my father's house and how I've done whatever he told me ever since. Do you imagine I've enjoyed it? I did it all for Chris. And if I had to do it all over again, I would. I'm not concerned with that any longer. Then what is it you want from us, Mr. West? Well, to be honest with you, Mrs. Grant, I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm just hoping for something to give me a lead to Corrosion's new hideout. Corrosion's your problem. It's nothing to do with Chris or me any longer. Nothing to do with you? Do you think you're living on a desert island? Outside this fine luxury flat of yours, London's in chaos, or hadn't you heard? While we stand here, people are being robbed, injured, some of them killed. Others are disappearing, just as your wife did. All that is Corrosion's work. If I can find him, there might be some hope of putting an end to it. Oh, Michael is right. You know he is. Look, there's just nothing more to tell him. Everything's in my statement. Look, there, there might be something you've forgotten. Some little thing. Try and think. No, there's nothing. Did Corrosion tell you he was allowing you to take Christine away, or, or were you just drugged and put in the car? No, oh, he told us right enough, didn't he, Chris? That's what I don't get. Why go to all the trouble? Drugging you, having you sent all the way back from Ireland, when he could simply have had you killed. I think he was persuaded against it, Mr. West. Persuaded? How do you mean? Well, he implied that, more or less. Well, that's how it seemed to me, anyway. What are you talking about, Chris? Oh, don't you remember, darling? Wait a minute, yes. There was something. One of those oblique remarks of his. Well? What was it? I can't remember the exact words. Something to the effect that we should be grateful for influence that had been exerted on our behalf. Influence by whom? I thought perhaps he meant the woman who was always with him. Oh, Julietta. I can't see her influencing Corrosion. Well, the other way round, I'd have thought. Yes, quite true. Well, I don't know that this gets me any forwarder, but it's certainly something new to think over. I'll uh, say goodbye now, and oh, good luck to both of you. Uh, no, don't bother to show me out so I can find a way. Hello, Hubert. Oh, you're back, sir. Mm. Any luck with the grants? Not what you'd call luck. What's been going on here? Oh, I'm having the crime of my life, sir. Oh, that's nice for you. Well, look here, sir. Another mm. half dozen disappearing tricks. What, six more of them? Making a total of 14 up to date. And just cast your eye over the names in this lot. Mm. Well, here's the well-known MP, and this is one of England's richest art dealers. And two more big industrialists. And one of our millionaire playboys. But who's this? Henry Kimber. I won 250,000 quid on the football pools three months ago, sir. Don't you remember? Um, they're all either well-known or wealthy or both. And what are all these? More of the crime wave reports? Yes, sir. It's not easing up one bit, is it? No, sir. One stroke of luck, though, considering the general panic. No? Uh, the call we put out for Arthur Morley, sir. He's been traced? Well, a constable down Limehouse Way spotted him working in a warehouse by the river. Simleys, it's called. Simleys, Simleys. Yes, I know it. They're general shipping merchants. Not a very big concern, but they have their own wharf and warehouse on Limehouse Reach. Well, according to the constable, it seems Morley strolled that way last night. Uh, saw the place was busy loading a freighter and got himself a temporary storeman's yeah. job. Started straight away, which is why he didn't go back to his lodgings. Oh, I see. Well, that's that then. Now, let's see what we've got here. Uh, Chief Inspector West. Yes, go ahead. Two more. Yes, I'll take the names. Uh, Scott Valance. Hmm. Uh, thanks, bye. 
Another two men who've been reported missing. General Sir William Scott Valance and uh, Viscount Derringham. Corrosion's building up a pretty healthy ransom collection, isn't he? And there's not a damn thing we're able to do about it. I thought I knew what frustration meant, Sergeant. But I didn't know the half of it until now. Julietta? I'm here, Corrosion, by the rail. The moment has come, my dear. In less than an hour, it will be midnight. The tide will be high and this vessel will put to sea. To carry its special cargo out of the country. Quite so. The question, however, is whether it will also carry you, my dear. Corrosion, I... But if you are to sail with me in the Snow Queen, it must be only as the Julietta I created, my Julietta. Understand that clearly. I do. Then I should like to hear your decision. I come with you, Corrosion. You're certain, Julietta? I'm certain. Whatever feelings I may have believed I had for Roger West no longer exist, if they ever really existed. You were right, Corrosion. It was no more than a temporary disturbance, as you said. I'm happy to hear it. In any case, you have now proved yourself his master and mine. You have outmatched him once and forever. West is a good policeman, astute and intuitive. But all his astuteness cannot tell him that similes really belongs to me. And his intuition can hardly stretch to 40 marked crates in A-hold of the Snow Queen, which contain 40 unconscious men. The men he is searching for. Here, under our feet, my dear. Say that again, Roger. How many? 40 of them, sir. That's the total to date. It's been going on the whole day, but of course most of them weren't missed till early evening. For the past four hours, the names have been coming in with a rush. Society, big business, politicians... Corrosion's just taken his pick. What's got me at a loss is where the hell he can keep so many men hidden. He's going to get away with it, Roger. By all the signs and portents, clear away with it. I'm damned if he is, sir. I'll find him somehow. I know there's, there's something, something at the back of my mind, some hint. I just can't seem to get a hold of it. Well, keep trying. Try like the devil. I'll leave you to it. Right, uh, something like a, a word that's on the tip of the tongue. I beg your pardon, sir? Mm. Oh, talking to myself, Hubert. Toss over the cigarettes, will you? Right. Thanks. West, you? Roger, it's me. Oh, John. I, I just had to phone you before I went to bed. I haven't heard from you since the first thing this morning. Well, I haven't had a minute, John. Are you all right? Yes, I'll live. Oh, you must be dead on your feet. It's after 11. You've had no sleep for nearly 40 hours. I'm not the only one. We're all walking zombies at the yard right now. Oh, um, everything okay at home? Well, quiet now, but mm. it's been hectic with the boys inside the house all day. <laughs> oh, those two have so much energy, they make me feel decrepit. <laughs> I must say, I couldn't help wishing for a good strong dose of father's <laughs> influence around the place. What did you say? I said a father's influence was just what's... That's it. Mm? Janet, my girl, bless you. Uh, 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 can't talk anymore now. Um, you go to bed in sweet dreams. Bye. Influence, of course. Uh, Chief Inspector West, put me through to the Assistant Commissioner and make it quick. Yes, Chief Inspector. Sergeant Gill? Yes, sir? I've got a job for you. Chatworth? Uh, Roger West, sir, uh, mind hanging on a minute. Uh, Hubert, that freighter loading at Simley's Wharf. I want to know what time it's due to sail. Get cracking. Right, sir. What's all that about, Roger? I've got it, sir. The answer. Now I know why Corrosion let the Grants go. Where he's got his kidnapped victims and where he is himself at this moment. 
How long till we sail, Carosian? Only another 30 minutes, my dear. I wish it were now, this moment. There's no need for nervousness, Julietta. Nothing can stop us. No, of course not. Ten million pounds. Carosian, are you sure it will be paid and safely? Of course. Not one of our passengers will be released until the total of the various ransoms has been lodged in Switzerland in the special numbered bank account. And all the proceeds from the crime wave? Oh, no, my dear. That is the reward for all those who contributed to it and so enabled us to collect our cargo. It has all run so smoothly. Your operation has been a complete success. Not his alone, Miss Julietta. Who is there? Good evening. Morley. Arthur Morley. Why are you here? For the best reason in the world, my dear young lady. I am the one who designed the whole operation. You? Arthur Morley? Yes, Hubert. Working in with Corrosion all the time? Make that one assumption and everything else adds up, Sergeant. Why Corrosion let Christine Grant and her husband go free? Because her father used his influence. The one thing Morley genuinely cares for is his daughter. But if he's in league with Corrosion, he must have agreed to having her kidnapped. I'd say Corrosion pulled that one off his own bat, and Morley had to play along. And all his go-between activities only helped to throw suspicion off him. So you think that Morley's suddenly taking this job means that Corrosion's at Simley's Wharf? Yeah, my bet is that Corrosion owns it, just as he owned Canara. And can you think of a better place to stow 40 kidnapped men than in a freighter due to sail at midnight? What time is it now? Just after 11.30, sir. Constable, keep your foot down. Let's just hope the other cars and the river police get there in time. Keep your fingers crossed, Hubert. Oh, yes, Miss Julietta. It was all my idea. You see, Corrosion and I have been associated for a very long time. Why did you never tell me, Corrosion? I saw no need for it, my dear. Indeed, our association was the real reason for my wife's unfortunate death, you know. Everyone believed I killed her out of jealousy. In fact, it was because she'd found out that Corrosion and I were working together. And she threatened to go to the police. I spent 13 years in prison for it. But the time wasn't wasted. I used those years for thought and planning, to work out this entire operation in detail. So there was not one mastermind, there were two. <laughs> like Siamese twins. Without Corrosion, the plan couldn't have been carried out. But without me, there would have been no plan at all and therefore no ten million to be shared between us. Eh, Corinthian? Quite so, my dear Molly. Thirteen years, Miss Julietta. But at the end of them, five million. Well enough worth it, don't you think? I regret to tell you that I have something of a disappointment for you, my friend. Disappointment? Corinthian! Be quiet, Julietta. And as for you, Molly, stand quite still. What? What is all this? Why the gun, Corinthian? I'm afraid that 10 million pounds seems too satisfactory a sum to divide. Corrosion, you, you can't. Not after all these years. Listen to the next blast from that tug, my dear Arthur. It will be the last sound you hear. No, Corrosion, no! You will realize now, Julietta, why I told you nothing about Morley. I had a plan of my own. Ah. They're preparing to pull up the gangway, I see. Corrosion! On the wharf! Those cars! Police! Hold that gangway! Get the spotlights on them! Gil, all of you, follow me! It's West! There he is! Corrosion, throw that gun down. It's all over. Over for you too, West! No! No! 
Juliet, just let go of my arm. Let... <laughs> Juliet. I'll have that gun, Corrosion. <coughs> You're finished, Corrosion. I've got you at last. Sergeant Gill, get the handcuffs on him. I'll take a look at the girl. Julietta. I... No, no. I... No, don't try to talk. I wish I knew why I could not let him kill you, Roger West. Let's see now. Eggs and bacon on. Kettle on. Uh, what else? What else? Ah, toast. You stay right where... <clears throat> oh, Roger, it's only you. <laughs> Morning, oh. Jan. What do you mean, only me? Well, I, I heard noises from the kitchen. I thought I might have forgotten to lock the back door again. Or... Is that what what the umbrella's for? Hmm. Well, not much good if I'd have been a burglar, my girl. Well, I, I just snatched up the first thing I could find. <laughs> How long have you been home? Oh, about 20 minutes. I thought you'd still be in bed. Well, that's where you should be instead of getting your own breakfast. You must be dropping. No, as a matter of fact, I feel fine. It's all over, Jan. Over? Mm-hmm. All the kidnapped victims are free. And Chatworth's put out orders to watch all ports, railway stations and air terminals. At least all the loot the villains have raided from London won't get out of the country. Oh, and what about Corrosion? Mm, safely behind bars at the moment. And... Uh, you helped put him there, Janet Gunn. I did? Yes, something you said on the phone made me cotton on to Arthur Morley. A funny thing. You remember the day we saw him outside St. Catherine's at his daughter's wedding? Mm -hmm. If I'd have known then, he was Corrosion's partner. His partner? Mm -hmm. And he died for it. Uh, Julietta's dead, too. She got the bullet meant for me. Oh, oh Roger. She saved my life. Now, suppose you do likewise, Mrs. West. Here, take over. You make the toast. been listening to Patrick Allen and Sarah Lawson in the final part of Battle for Inspector West by John Creasy. Battle for Inspector West was produced for the BBC by John Fawcett Wilson. You also heard Philip Bond as Michael Grant, Denise Buckley as Christine Grant, Hamilton Dice as Sir Guy Chatworth, Eva Stewart as Julietta, Francis DeWolf as Corrosian, Trevor Bannister as Detective Sergeant Hubert Gill, and Preston Lockwood as Arthur Morley. And tomorrow, at the same time, the Elizabethan playwright Christopher Marlowe gets a job, hires a servant, and inherits a mystery as we begin a new series of the Christopher Marlowe Mysteries with the curious case of the cursed quayside. The award-winning playwright Timberlake Wurtenbaker is celebrated for her ambitious and provocative work, and this week on Radio 4 Extra she delivers a dynamic dramatisation of Leo Tolstoy's War and Peace. John Hurt and Patterson Joseph star in this epic saga, which begins at a lively dinner party where the guests secretly battle over the will and inheritance of the wealthy Count Bazuchov, and the Count's illegitimate son is about to leave for war. You may not be aware that the will could give everything, everything, you understand, to people.
Pierre. I'm not such a fool as you seem to think, cousin. Pierre is illegitimate. He can't inherit anything, whatever the will. Has it never occurred to you that the Count might decide to adopt Pierre as his legitimate son? I understand that a letter has already been sent to the Sovereign asking for that very thing. And Emperor Alexander would not refuse such a request. If Pierre inherits, we will get nothing. Nothing! War and Peace begins this morning at 10 and again in the afternoon at 3 here.